Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, this seems to be the main news going around the internet today, that the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel is closing. Now, if you don't know anything about this hotel, this is a sequel-themed hotel, which is about $5,000 a night per person. Previously, about a year ago, I did a reaction to the trailer of what we could be expecting. It was really quite lackluster, and I didn't realize at the time, but many of you pointed out in the comments that I exhibited the five stages of grief (laughs) or something in my face. Um, while watching the trailer. And I I was really actually looking forward to this because I remember them advertising this back when they pretty much bought Lucasfilm. And they were talking about there was going to be some sort of a Star Wars-themed hotel. And I was so unbelievably stoked for it. Like, could you imagine, like, a Star Wars-themed hotel? But no, we didn't really get that. It was more so a whole new uh, world. It wasn't like you'd be living on the Death Star or on Tatooine or, you know, in a Republic cruiser or anything like that. It was something new called the Halcyon or Halcyon. And it's connected to their world of Batu, and it's connected to the sequel trilogy and all this and that. And it's all First Order stuff, right? It's all sequel trilogy stuff. So that right there kind of limits the person in and of itself. We're going to read the article. I have a lot to say about this because I always thought this hotel was really just ridiculous. Ridiculously themed, ridiculous price, and just the overall ridiculously themed and ridiculously priced, really. So the fact that it's a sequel trilogy thing already, you know, pigeonholes you to just sequel trilogy interest only. Well, maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe that's not the most inclusive thing. Maybe I want to go more so, you know, original trilogy. You know, I started Star Wars with the original trilogy when I was six. Maybe that's where I want to go back to. Or maybe I want to go to the prequel trilogy. You know, I want to go Pod Racers. I want to go Mustafar. I want to go wherever else, right? Genosis would be fun. Camino. Could you imagine opening your window and it's literally Camino outside? Well, that'd be pretty cool. And, you know, the rooms could pretty much look like Django's room that we saw on Camino when Obi-Wan went to interrogate him. So there's that. Plus the fact that it's 5000 bucks a night, which is absolutely ridiculous. I mean... 
There are hotels in Maui that don't even charge 5,000 a night and you get a beautiful experience on a tropical island in Maui. This is like some cramped looking, doesn't really even feel like Star Wars, just looks more so like some science fiction thing, maybe out of like an alien movie that you'd be paying $5,000 a night for. And it just doesn't encapsulate you as much as you would think a Star Wars project would. The company said that it's Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel at Walt Disney World in Florida, which costs nearly 5000 per couple, uh, excuse me, per couple, for a two-night stay. What a deal. We'll take its final voyage on September 28th. I mean, I could see them charging this if we're actually going into outer space, you know, or traveling somewhere. But you're literally staying in essentially what is like a film, media, movie set, pretty much. Employees were notified of the decision Thursday afternoon before that. The website showed availability through December 31st. Disney is contacting guests who have trips on the book after the scheduled closing and will give them priority to switch to an earlier slot. New bookings for the remaining voyages will be paused until May 26th. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and I, you know, I even saw comments when I posted this on Twitter that some of you guys had booked this for, you know, next year, for your next next summer. Uh, for graduation and a lot of you won't be able to go now i personally don't think like you'll be missing out on much but to a lot of people they didn't want to go even you know beyond the price point star wars galactic star cruiser is one of our most creative projects ever and has been praised by our guests and recognized for setting a new bar for innovation and immersive entertainment yeah it's so creative and been praised so much that we're actually having to shut it down because we're not making enough money the company said in a statement this premium boutique experience gave us the opportunity to try new things on a smaller scale of 100 rooms and as we prepare for its final voyage we will take what we've learned to create future experiences that can reach more of our guests and fans well how about this disney why don't you create something that is much more inclusive in the terms of its price point where you could have you know maybe 500 bucks a night let's say which is still quite expensive for maybe a smaller little one bedroom whatever like a studio and then you can tear it up you could do like you know the the galactic star cruiser experience or the 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 grand admiral experience and you know you pay 5000 bucks and you get a whole freaking suite all to yourself you get, you know, maybe like a butler or something like that who is dressed as a freaking droid, okay? And you get like all this food, you get, you get a whole different experience. You can maybe partake as a commander on the ship. And, um, you know, maybe you, you can, dude, there are so many different, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you guys a lot of money, okay? And, and forgive me for being a little bit arrogant, but look, it didn't work out. And you recognize that. But here's what you need to do. Look at Harry Potter land. Super fun right? What if we create something like that, but a Jedi temple or a Sith temple or a bounty hunter school, the guild, or you can go on some star cruiser or whatever, and, you know, be a pilot or something like that. What if you have a place which allows you to, to do whatever you want to do and really immerse yourself in Star Wars? Forget the sequel trilogy. We're going all the films. Forget, forget even all the films. Let's just figure out something for Star Wars. Let's just base it on Star Wars in general. So let's say you know, hey, mommy, daddy, I want to go to Star Wars land. Like, uh, I want to be a Sith Lord. Like, oh, well, I guess, you know, this experience, we're going to be paying for the Sith, the dark side experience. And, you know, you pay your money and you literally go to a part 
of the hotel or whatever it is, which is all dark side centric. You go through quests and adventures. All the food is dark side centric. Everything is dark side centric. Wow, we had a great time. We finished the the trip for you know three days or whatever. This was great. Mommy, daddy, I want to go to a Jedi adventure. Okay, well we can maybe do that next year. Next year they go. They do the whole Jedi temple experience. You got like maybe like a hologram of Yoda teaching the younglings stuff like that. Maybe Anakin comes in. You know, like my master, daddy, too many of them. We could leave that part out, but we could also have them. You know. Mommy, daddy, that was really fun, but now we want to be a Mandalorian. So maybe like six months after that, you know, if your parents are really rich or whatever, you can go to the, the Bounty Hunters Guild and you become a bounty hunter and you get, depending on what you pay, you get maybe like a, an entire bounty hunter suit. And it could literally just be like a, a flight suit and just Velcro stuff that you choose on yourself, like an armor or whatever. And you customize your suit. Like, the possibilities are so endless, man. And it doesn't really have to be all that huge. There could be, like, five rooms per experience. You know, like, the dark side room could have, like, five different rooms. And maybe they could interchange. Uh, maybe you have, like, the the screens around, kind of like you do with the, um, you know, what's 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 that, what's that thing? Stagecraft, right? Like, what they do with the Mandalorian. I think that would be a much better experience in my opinion. Former Disney CEO Bob Chapek announced the project in 2017 when he was a chairman of the theme parks division, promising a revolutionary experience that would let Star Wars fans dress up, participate in adventures, and immerse themselves in constant role-playing. Yeah, but the problem was that it only allowed sequel trilogy fans. And I know that, you know, Disney, you guys don't really want to see it as like, oh, it's all Star Wars. It's really not. There are certain fans that really just stick to one thing. There are certain fans that hate the prequel trilogy and just love the originals. Nothing else. I know people who refuse to watch the prequels and refuse to watch any sort of Disney media because they feel the original trilogy was the most amazing thing. And anything beyond that will tarnish it. And I fully respect that. The same goes for all the other trilogies. You know, I know guys that have just seen the prequels, haven't seen the originals. My buddy, Balin, he loves the prequel trilogy. You know, the original trilogy doesn't feel like it's as captivating. And fair enough. Fair enough, dude. Like, to each their own. But I gotta say, like, if they really want to knock this out of the park and make a lot of cash, they gotta be more inclusive with people's interests. And not just shove us into the sequel trilogy thing that really... <laughs> Clearly, it ain't working. It's unlike anything that exists today, he said. The attraction, which some compare more to a cruise than a hotel, opened in March of 2022, so just about a year ago now. It allowed guests to live out Star Wars fantasies, taking part in lightsaber training in droid racing competitions. The lightsaber training was... I saw, I've seen, I've done my research. I've seen the clips of people going to this hotel, you know, all the influencers getting sent out there and stuff like that and posting on their social media. I've seen all of it. I wouldn't want to go to this if it was offered to me, but I would go for, you know, the content because it'd be fun with you guys, but it just really doesn't seem like Star Wars to me. It doesn't seem interesting. It just seems lame. It seems like some, it's, you know what? I explained it in the reaction to the to the trailer. It seems like an offshoot brand trying to captivate something on Star Wars without making it be Star Wars, really, so they don't get sued. The stay also included a transport shuttle to the Star Wars section of Disney Hollywood Studios and its two rides and themed meals. Incredibly disappointed, Star Wars Gal Galactic Cruiser is shutting down. It was an amazing experience I got to enjoy with two of my lifelong, long-time friends who are fellow Star Wars fans. Disney touted some of its innovations with the project, including creating a real lightsaber, concocting new otherworldly flavors in its foods and drinks. One infamous example, Blue Shrimp, 
Okay, so they just made some shrimp blue. And merging real life and digital entertainment to craft a unique story for each guest. But the price tag starting at $4,809 for two people on weeknights during the cheapest time of year, and that's USD, mind you, like us plebs here in Canada, that's like $6,000, made the experience unattainable for many fans, especially considering the rising cost of a non-galactic Disney vacation. Robert Niles, founder and editor of the Theme Park Insider, said in an email that under current CEO Bob Iger, Disney does blockbusters, not boutique. There was no way that this could ever scale to the numbers where it made enough money to be a better investment than other projects on which Disney could spend this operating budget. The company said it wants to deliver immersive experiences at an even greater scale moving forward. Many reviewers were enthusiastic about their visits when Galactic Star Cruiser launched, but even some proponents complained about the less-than-magical arrival scene, the utilitarian bathrooms, and an unexciting lightsaber experience. Yeah, dude, that lightsaber experience honestly looked like just so boring. The price tag has consistently been the biggest concern. The family price of $6,000 for four people is just too much, Matt Roseboom owner of Attractions Magazine, wrote last year. Lan Testa, president of theme park trip planning site touring plans, stayed at the Star Cruiser on opening day last year and again a little more than a year later at the end of March. Property was maybe half full during his second trip. He said, on the second trip, it was obvious that Disney was going to have unexpected operational issues when the hotel wasn't full he said in an email, and apparently there was no way to fix that without losing money. There were not enough people to staff the ship's deflector shields, for example, he said, so the ship should have been destroyed during the battle, but it wasn't, and it was never explained how the ship survived. It really poked a hole in the story. <laughs> Wait, so there's like not enough people to man the freaking deflector shield? That's insane. Aaron Saggers, a TV personality entertainment journalist, went on the first Galactic Star Cruiser voyage on May 4th, celebrated as Star Wars Day, he said in an email Thursday, news is incredibly disappointing. As a diehard Star Wars nerd, he said the experience surpasses expectations and he was already planning a repeat visit. The Star Cruiser delivered on the promise of allowing you to dress up and play make-believe in Star Wars Galaxy for a few days. The actors, cast members seemed to truly get to know the guests and without breaking character for a couple of days in a row, they invited me and the other passengers into a wild and mind-blowing adventure. Like some sort of burning man in a galaxy far, far away, passengers crafted detailed backstories, established Facebook groups for individual cruises, organized pre-cruise meetups, and engaged in a bartering culture of trinkets, tokens, and trophies on board. This is truly a loss in terms of unique theme park experiences and a loss to the Star Wars fandom. Well, I think if it was a loss to the Star Wars fandom, um, it'd be thriving. It'd be making a ton of money. And, you know, I bet you Disney at this point is probably going to be like, well, you know, I think maybe the price point was too expensive. Dude, there are some very rich people out there who love Star Wars. Star Wars is one of the biggest franchises on the face of the planet, and it has some of the most fans of all walks of life. There are billionaires who are fans of Star Wars who would spend money in a heartbeat. And I think that if they made this so much more enjoyable in the sense that it's not just stuck to the sequel trilogy or it just wasn't lame, didn't suck then a lot of people would pay $5,000, $10,000, $15,000, dollars for whatever, man. I mean, look at Rancho Obi-Wan. Some of the stuff that guy owns is worth more than I can imagine. And there are a lot of people that have a lot of cash that would spend it happily on a experience that would give them something truly special that they can't get anywhere else. And if it has to do with Star Wars, I mean, they're going to do it once, twice, three times. 
bet your dollar. They're going to do it multiple times. But the fact of the matter is you're getting a lackluster experience at an exorbitant inflated price in an economy that isn't doing all that well nowadays. And so, you know, you're expecting, oh, well, why are we, you know, going under? Well, it's very obvious. The experience sucks and you're charging, you know, an arm and a leg for it. Well, I think, you know, you need to go back to the drawing board. You need to stop being so goddamn adamant about putting the sequel trilogy and everything and you need to kind of focus on the established lore that george lucas built for you know 40 plus years which was the reason that you disney paid four billion dollars to purchase this franchise and this ip in the first place i would say the heavy lifting has already been done by george capitalize on that use that to your advantage and milk the crap out of it we're ready to pay we're ready to buy things our prequel trilogy original trilogy heck a new experience that has to do with all of star wars and isn't just focused on the sequels you already got batu which was a major mistake that's only first order sequel trilogy crap it should have been lucas world which we've seen before and it, which would have had you know the original trilogy planets you know could have had gone forest moon of endor you could have gone to tatooine you could have gone to Coruscant. You could have gone to wherever you wanted in the prequels, originals, and sequels. You can go to the Death Star. You can go to, you know, uh, Beggar's Canyon on Tatooine. You can do a, a, a roller coaster ride of pod racers. I mean, so many things could have been done. Like I said, Hoth. You could have gone to Hoth. You could have gone into a transport shuttle, gone to Hoth, and it's colder there. You just crank the AC, and you got, like, fake snow dropping from the sky, or real snow, whatever you want. And then you're serving hot chocolates and this and that. And then you go to Mustafar, or, like, a hotter planet, like Tatooine, and it's literally hot. And they did this in the Vader Immortal VR experience that they had in Disneyland. The one that I actually, I did a fan meetup just outside of it at Downtown Disney. And then I took a whole bunch of you guys. And if you're watching this, I miss you guys. I remember that time. It was a really great time. And I, I paid for all of us to go into the Vader VR Immortal experience. And it was a blast. But I remember that they were shooting hot air literally at us when we had this thing on. And you're like in Mustafar. And it... it was actually hot for a, a minute i did feel like okay maybe i'm actually somewhere else and that's how immersive it was that was immersive not this crap and this is why it's going under so i hope they learn from their mistakes and at the end of the day money does talk numbers do talk and whatever you know crap you want to spin like this is some you know premium boutique experience that gave us the opportunity to try new things on a smaller scale no you were trying to cash in you thought this was an amazing idea and you thought it was going to last and that's why you spent millions and millions of dollars to make this happen and when it started crumbling, now you want to say, well, you know, it's a learning experience. I bet that's not what your investors are saying. I bet they're pretty pissed. Anyways, I hope that they learn from this mistake and, uh, you know, make some really cool stuff going forwards, like the idea that I had earlier with the Jedi Temple, Sith Temple, Mandalorian Guild, Bounty Hunter Guild, and I don't know, some, some, something else they can throw in there. You know, maybe be a moisture farmer for a day. Anyways, hopefully everyone who did get to experience it had a great time and I uh, wish you guys all the best. Let me know what you think in the comments. Good riddance to the Galactic Star Cruiser. Hopefully we get something better next time that actually lasts. Until the next episode, remember the Force will be with you always.